Skip, I know Skip. I know Skip. I know Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip? And the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Hello and welcome to episode three of Name Image Podcast, a special Friday edition for you guys today. We were able to squeeze this in before uh, our weekend festivities kick off, but uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, this is Skilp, Kyle, KP, however you, uh, we'll, we'll iron that out one of these days, but uh, with me as always is uh, the biggest mic you'll ever meet, Big Mike. <laughs> I mean, except for maybe Big Mike himself, my, my namesake, but uh, yeah. Hi, how you doing, Kyle? How you feeling on this Friday? Doing good. Doing good, man. I was able to get a little bit of time off of work. You know, we've been talking about this and going back and forth, and uh, we decided that we had to iron out this little block for the pod, for the listeners. And, uh, you know, like once we get started, it's just, it's, there's no place I'd rather be right now. Sipping on a Vizzy, not, not official sponsor yet, Vizzy, um, but we'd love that. And uh, just getting ready. And uh, I know you have a nice little weekend, a little weekender trip planned. So I know uh, you're looking forward to that as always. Yeah. So, but yeah, how are, how are things in the Big Mike world? You know, it'd be a lot better if lower back pain wasn't a thing. I'm Ugh. I'm 28, feeling like I'm 58, but you know that's whatever. You know, when you're when you're this big, you know something something's bound to fail you at some point. So, uh, awesome, you know, man. Kyle. Other than that, you know, looking forward. You know the probably what the 15th 17th 18th trip back to denver since i've lived out here in the beautiful state of utah so uh you know gonna get that under our belt and then before you know it we're right back into the swing of football kyle i mean we're we are knocking on the door at this point week zero is right around the corner couldn't be looking forward more to it it's uh this season especially we've already talked about it at length but yeah really looking forward to that but just to kind of kick some things off, if, if you're a first-time listener, once again, thank you. We are Name, Image, and Podcast. It's just a, a college football podcast, mainly college sports, really, college football and basketball. And you know, our aim is to delve more into this new era of name, image, and likeness. You know, And just the more and more stories come out every week. There's been just a bevy of content <laughs> for us to discuss uh, week in and week out, and I'm sure it's going to continue to be that way. So uh, thanks for listening. Again, uh, we hope to kind of provide a different angle. We know there's a lot of places to get your college athletics fixed, college football, college basketball, and all that, but we appreciate uh, you giving us a little bit in your time and you know we'll try to make some things entertaining and kind of give our spin on things we both have very unique fandoms when it comes to college football and college basketball so I think uh, I think we have something to bring to the table for sure so with that we're just gonna head kind of right into news stories of the week um, I'll kind of kick this one off one news story that uh, that I saw that you know I'm really looking forward to and hey you know this might be the only time I'll ever say something nice about the University of Michigan but uh, <laughs> Michigan and Northwestern to make college football history this year in 2021 they are establishing the George Jewett Trophy it's the first rivalry game named for an African-American player in FBS history and why this is unique and, and really historic is uh, for one, this player played for both schools, which is pretty Ooh. fascinating. And he was actually the first black player in Big Ten history. Ooh. So Big Ten, Big Ten's always made kind of the the strides when it came to you know civil rights and human rights and things like that. So the fact that you know they're they're 
acknowledging that and that sort of history here between very two very historic programs in Michigan Northwestern. Uh, you love to see it. The more trophies, the better, and especially oh, yeah. for a good cause and, and for a good player. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, what it's it's refreshing that, you know, it's, you know, like you kind of already said, the Big Ten's always kind of been the, you know, the pioneers in that realm. But, you know, we're, we're continually making steps, you know, in the right direction. And I think that this is awesome. Everybody loves a trophy game. It kind of adds a little extra – you know, value to just, you know, a, a week 12, week 13, or, you know, middle of the season game, whatever it is. But, yeah, no, I love it. I think it's a great move uh, all around. Yeah, yeah, props to them. Uh, it should be fun. I'm sure they'll have some nice history and, uh, you know, nice little features on it as well because this is a story and a player I never knew about. And it's just fascinating to know. First black player in Big Ten history, played for both schools. Love it. You love to see it. And like we said, the more trophy games, the better. You know, we've had – yeah, you know some fun ones like the the bits of broken chair trophy. You know, over over the last few years, or just kind of some new rivalries, new trophy games popped up. But this is definitely one that deserves its spot. Um, you know, in in the college football landscape, and uh, hopefully, will be a, a great historical representation of the game and uh, the athletes who who definitely were pioneers of that day. So, but that's the only time I'll say anything uh, nice about Michigan. And uh, in that game, definitely go Wildcats. So, uh, but our next uh, our next story actually is, is kind of a fun one. We had some fun with it this week. Uh, lots of jersey reveals, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about jerseys this week. But there was one in particular that uh, supposedly got leaked by the Nebraska Cornhuskers that got Mike a little a uh, little riled up. You want to <laughs> dive a little deeper into that? You know, Kyle, it's I hate to just put my hand up and just I got bamboozled so hard. But yeah, I woke up, you know, I think it was what Monday, Tuesday this week and kind of just going through Twitter and uh, lo and behold, what was I thought real jerseys at the time, but the most horrendous looking Nebraska Cornhusker overall uh, big red overall concept jerseys. If you haven't seen them, you can look them up. They're super easy to find. Uh, I fired off text messages in the group immediately, just absolutely clowning them. I thought they were the most disgusting things on the planet, and I, you know, I, I don't really care for Nebraska, so maybe that aided in that a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, Kyle, I got duped pretty hard there because I was, I was, t- I took it, I ran with it. I thought, you know, like we kind of talked about last week, sometimes a program just swings and misses, and I thought this was going to be an all-time swing and miss, but. Uh, Luckily, it, they're fake. There was, you know, like I said, I got bamboozled. But yeah, the what you know, the the it brief. T- tis the season. <laughs> tis the season for that. It's uh, you know, a lot of concept uniforms and jerseys out there. Some hit, some miss. Some you wish that were real. Uh, I almost wish this was real just for the content that it would have produced. Because yeah, if you haven't oh. seen their big inflatable mascot, big red, and those stupid red overalls. Sorry, to Nebraska fans, but it's just a, just an odd. It would have been hilarious. I would have loved it, but it was also kind of weird because it came right around the same time that there's that story that Scott Frost was trying to tell media members and people like, hey, we're going to reveal new jerseys, but like, right, don't take right. pictures of them. And don't. So I almost think this was like a little smokescreen diversion. Like, we're going to throw this out there on the off chance because this is going to garner all that attention. And then just in the off chance that somebody does leak, I guess they have like patriotic jerseys or Ooh. something that they're waiting to reveal, something along those lines. I think it was kind of a, uh, a smokescreen tactic. Now, let me ask you this, because I... I, I, now I'm buying into what you're saying here. Do we think that maybe 
Scott Frost looked at the you know the new patriotic jerseys, the ones that will be the real deal, and maybe thought like, oof, like eh, kind of iffy. And then so maybe the, maybe these are the smoke screens that set the bar really low, so that way they can always point and right. be like, well, at least they're not the big red overall jerseys, right? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yes, I I definitely definitely agree. But yeah, we had some fun with that story this week, and uh, you know, it's it's almost unfortunate that it's not real because yeah, being able to see those bad boys out in the field and uh, they, they probably would have tried to debut him against like an Ohio State oh, or something yeah, ridiculous yeah. and they got in curb stomped and, and wearing those it'd just be it would just be scenes all around scenes all around but uh, we're big Jersey fans here so we're, we're always looking excited for that I did listen to a Michigan State podcast where they did hint toward maybe a little black on black black helmet black uniforms for the Spartans so keep your eyes peeled for that but uh, leave, yeah leave that, the neon green out of it Kyle leave yes the neon oh, we've, green yeah, we've discussed I'm not a neon defender but uh, enough enough jerseys yeah but no, moving on Yep, moving on. So the real reason why you're here is to just hear all the big, juicy gossip and news stories <laughs> around NIL stories and NIL deals that are being made all across the country to all sorts of different athletes. And, you know, we, we've we already said we're totally fans of it. You know, it's a, it's been a long time coming. should have been a thing long ago. Let these players make money, right? They're putting their livelihoods on the field and, and they're representing the university. Sure, they get tuition, blah, blah, blah. I, I know all that. But the amount of money that they've been producing for the NCAA, it's only, it was only a matter of time before they can get their slice of the pie. And let me tell you, someone who's getting a lot of pie, it's our boy Derek King down at the <laughs> University of Miami, uh, making big national headlines this week by signing an NIL deal with the NAL, oh my, excuse me, oh, NHL oh. program, Florida Panthers. So that's a, a really unique one in that it's the first right. time that so the Florida Panthers recently became the first US major professional sports team and the first in National Hockey League to establish an NIL program that provides college athletes with the opportunity to profit from their name image and likeness so there wasn't a whole lot of direct information about like how De'Ara King would would be profiting off of this right. but I think we talked a little bit this week it's, you know we're assuming it's going to be hey he's, there's De'Ara King out in center ice or he's going to ha- right. be showing up to a game signing autographs I'm sure he's going to get all sorts of you know swag and things like that yeah. but I, so, I'm sure this is going to be the first of many but interesting that it came from an NHL program right. Well, and, and so I did after we, you know, the news kind of broke, I went back and read a little bit about it. And so it's, you know, obviously, like you said, it'll be a bunch of promotional stuff. You know, they'll do some concession stand, you know, different promote the Dear King hot dog. Or who knows what it'll look like, but merchandising and then just social. I, a lot of these things are just going to be social media ties, right? Because it's, you know. They'll, they'll probably give Derek the content. He just has to post it on his Instagram, give him my money, and we'll be done with it type deal. So, uh, yeah, but no, it's, you know, and I guess if you're the Florida Panthers, and I'm not, you know, I, we have friends who will kill me for this, but, like, I'm not a huge NHL fan. So, like, I don't know how relevant they are in the NHL world, but I guess that this is another way of the, NH, the NIL kind of benefiting outside of the college world where you're going to kind of yep. start to dip into another audience, right? Like, you know, you'll – Derek King will start posting some stuff. You'll hear a little bit, a little bit of Derek King buzz around the hockey world, and so maybe get some more eyeballs there. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's great, and I hope we see more, you know, pro, pro team, college athlete, you know. Now, does that line get a little blurry? Like, you know, I'm sure an NFL team can't come down and be like, hey, you know, hey, Derek King, we want to partner with you. I'm yeah. sure that probably gets a little right. messy. 
Because that could be, you know, future employers and things <laughs> right, like right, that, right? right? So, I yeah, totally agree. And so we'll see how the NHL space in there. I'd love to see maybe MLS start to kind of dip their toe Ooh, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, different different opportunities there. So, but yeah, it's just Derek King, man. Talk about the guy who's so far. I mean, you heard about the yeah the million dollar quarterback deal for Alabama. What you know, not right. no specifics there, but as far as somebody who's really put themselves out there and who's obviously a bright young man and, and uh, you know able to represent a multitude of different companies and businesses and things like that good for dear king man that oh, good you know good for him go, going down to the miami and uh you know having the injury last year but he it looks like he's looking to make a huge comeback on and off the field so like we said probably the first of many great interesting to see the national hockey league the first to dip their toe in there but as we mentioned with the new nil era there's just more and more <laughs> news stories every week that we love to see another one that is just a, kind of just a click a quick video but kind of sums up you know what what nil has become but i'll try to put the audio in but if not you know it's not a big deal but there's an instagram post that showed um Kayvon thibodeau uh, all just all beasts of a human being uh defensive lineman for uh the oregon ducks he was uh, talking to a reporter. He was showing off like his rings, like you know that he's earned on the field, like his championship rings or yeah, you know, the bowl game rings. I can't remember the specifics there, but he's also wearing quite the nice watch. And the uh, reporter notices, and she asks, and, "And how about the watch?" And all he responds with is, "Thanks, nil." <laughs> so <laughs> if that doesn't sum up, like yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, these guys are going to be you know talk about you know we've seen the turnover chains and the things like that on the side of the field, but. It, it's really it kind of sparked my interest as well as you know what players are really going to you know start to show off a little bit more on the field for kind of their own brand right it's you right, know are, right. are they going to have swag on the field are they going to score a touchdown go to the sidelines and you know hold up like i don't know a watch or hold up like some sort of you know nil endorsement deal right, you know right. paraphernalia brand you know things like that so what are some things that you think can can kind of come out of this oh uh, you know i <laughs> I'm trying to find good things, but I just this is just the old man shaking fist in the sky at me. I just I can only think that this is gonna go not horribly wrong, but like because to your point now now that we know that 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 fruit is out there, like you can go start making some money, and, and you know, and like I said earlier, a lot of these things are gonna be kind of like social media plays. Like you're gonna need to build up that that fan following. I just hope it doesn't go too far. Like I don't want players getting celebration penalties and the games just getting right. kind of sloppy because you know they're trying to go over and above and you know like I I welcome everything that the NIL is going to bring right because like I said I've always I love everything about the college sports but I just don't want it to taint the on field product because now as you're talking right. you were talking about I I don't want you know the you know. You got they, they have to always bring that level of swag or like media attention, right? Like I, if they're having kind of an off game, I don't need you going and getting a 15 yard penalty because you just mowed somebody down and you want a little more camera time. Like I don't need that. Like it, so, I, I'm trying to find something good, and I'm sure there, it'll be fine. Everything will be good, but I just I don't want that to kind of bleed into the game itself, right? So that's where I stand. Again, old man shaking fist at sky, but take it or leave it. Well, yeah, a little separation would be nice. You know, it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, they might score a touchdown and lift up their shirt and, and have, you know, the brand underneath or have something right. like even, you know, freaking tattooed on their chest. Who knows, right? Right. Or, you know, props on the sideline. That's where I don't really want to see that sort of thing. But think... yeah, at the end of the day, who, you know, who am I, who am I as just a, a 29-year-old white male in the state of Utah to, to, to say what they can <laughs> and can't do? And and really with this class, this, this, on, this current, crop of um ncaa athletes this year is this is the guinea pig right like right. they are all at this point 
it, it is what they make it. So it, will things maybe change? And I'm sure other programs will kind of have some standards saying like, hey, we have to put the team first type of thing. It's not all about you. Will players buy into that? Will players not? It, it's really going to boil down to how the program wants to represent themselves. You know, at, at right. the end of the day, these are individuals, yes, but they are part of a team. They are part of a bigger program. They may represent other brands, but they also represent these historic universities that have been there forever for generations and generations, you know. So that right. that balance is going to be very interesting to see how it all right. plays out. But like I said, you know, the props, you know, the swag on the sideline, you know, who knows. But, hey, it's we'll just kind of wait and see. That, right. That's what's exciting. That's why we're doing this podcast. We're oh, going to so. wait and see, and we're going to be able to analyze this every week, and we're just getting closer and closer. But And, um, and here's the thing. is like, And just sum that all up is it, I want, by all means, I want these kids to all go out and profit on their name and their likeness and, you know, the brand that they are going to build themselves within their each respective sport. But, it, like, I don't want the focus to be lost on, like, the game itself, right? Like, I, you know, because yep. we've seen it kind of, you know, on the pro level, too. Like, dudes, you know, get a lot of money, and then they kind of just – their focus goes yeah. elsewhere. Like, I'm not, you know, again, not trying to tell anybody how it should be done. I just don't want, you know, because what makes college football college football is, like, the passion and the enthusiasm. Like, I don't want that to kind of get lost in the mix. So, as long as we can, you know, keep those two separate, we're all going to get along just fine. Yep. Definitely agree. So, and that brings us into our next, and you know, we got about one or two other NIL stories that we chose from then. Yeah, there, there could have been as many as we wanted. But, uh, Mike, you were reading more into this new one that we saw about Built Bar. I'm sure you've heard that on every freaking podcast. It's, you know, everyone's sponsored by Built Bar, Built Bar, this, that. <laughs> you know, hey, if you want to sponsor us, sure, whatever. But they had an interesting NIL deal with uh, the Cougars of BYU. Yeah. So, it, and it actually goes deeper than what I initially thought because so the, the story that first came out was Built Bar partners with all the walk-ons on BYU and is essentially going to cover their their tuition for the school year so in a roundabout way offering a scholarship if you will um, but as it turns out and this is just a little side of the story so they're actually sponsoring all 136 or whatever whatever the official numbers but every player on BYU so every player is going to get uh, scholarship players receive $1,000 each for representing the company. Um, but in addition to that, all 36 walk-on players will be, uh, you know, their year tuition will be covered by Built Bar. But here's where the interesting and kind of where that line gets a little blurry is, is that Built Bar is a partner of BYU, the athletic department, which is fine. But in this little setup they have with these walk-ons is they're going to be getting paid directly from Built Bar. And it even they, they can spend the money kind of however they choose. So, the, you know, the thought is that you're going to spend it on your tuition. But if they want to spend it on, you know, books or housing, like whatever it is, they can, they're going to get paid directly. They can use huh. that money however they want. So, and this is where it gets a little blurry because this is now we're, we're kind of towing that line in the pay-to-play, right? Because most of these universities, you know, and all these NIL deals, like, they have, you know, departments and, you know, different groups that are kind of kind of handle these. So BYU is essentially connecting the dots straight from built to the walk-on. The money is going to go straight from built, straight to the walk-on. But apparently Utah has its uh, – there's, you know, because they've kind of given it up to each state and university to kind of govern this NIL era, however they see fit. So Utah doesn't have any laws that, you know – kind of forbid this action and apparently that this is this has been checked off all the boxes have been checked is 100 percent legal so yeah so this in that in we've talked about earlier right this is an example of the nil it in practice being 
uh, you know, a huge positive, right? Because these walk-ons are all going to get a year's worth of tuition paid. You know, they're they're putting their time and effort into football, not getting the scholarship rewards. So, uh, yeah, interesting story to BYU. And, and, you know, their athletic director was quoted as saying, you know, it's kind of fun to be the first ones to dabble in this arena. So, uh, you know, all things seem to check out on the forefront. So, you know, Built Bar yeah. coming through, 36 players getting their tuition paid for. Hey, yeah, and, and even beyond that, too, you know, BYU being a private school, and when I say private, they are very private with, with their ongoings and how they operate and do things. Right. So uh, the fact that this was made public, obviously, you know, cleared a lot of, you know, hoops, you know, I'm sure to jump correct, through and things correct. like that. Very interesting to see. I'm sure really what it's going to result in is just if you follow any of these players on Instagram or Twitter, you're going to see a lot of Built Bar ads. <laughs> so if you're into that sort of thing, I see the billboards all over. It's, uh, you know, good for oh, you, I guess. God. but. God. But if there's one thing that that the the great citizens of Utah love, it's anything that promotes somehow health or beauty or anything like that. You know, whether it's essential oils. Yeah. When's the first essential oil company going to sponsor a a university in Utah? Because I promise you it's going to be very soon. You know, Kyle, I didn't think about this till just now. We have, and this is a very loose stat that maybe you told me forever ago and whatever, but like Utah has the most billboards per capita or you know of all yeah, states a ridiculous amount. we are going to get so many college athletes on billboards i-15 is just going to be the utah roster right That's like true. it's just going to be built bar insert player here <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah it, it's there's a lot of billboards a lot of billboards <laughs> in the state and i'm sure a lot of opportunity for these players to make some good money and so hey more power to them you know have fun with built bar not a sponsor yet but you know we'll see how that goes yeah, yeah. And then, and then lastly, too, this is another thing I saw on Instagram that's just kind of the changing of the tide because for the longest time, you'd see these players commit to these big universities in Alabama and the Florida, oh, you yeah. know, a lot, oh, a lot yeah. of times in the South. And all of a sudden, they're all driving brand new Corvettes, brand new Mustangs. <laughs> you know, SMU was the notorious one back in like the 80s or whenever that was. You know, they got them the death penalty. But right. it's uh, car dealerships and universities have, have had that, you know, hush, hush, wink, wink, uh, partnership for some time but now the player the one that i saw was a player uh basically just saying it was uh Derek stingley basically just coming out and saying hey excited to announce my partnership with jimmy granger's ford also you know <laughs> hey no free ads but it is what it is and just saying it's great to partner with good people you know uh and tag the ford brand as well so i think there's just another example too where they're these guys are these young you know, young men are getting their foot in the door, especially in the advertising and the marketing world, because it goes, you can be a good football player, but that does not mean you're marketable whatsoever. So I think this is actually a really good opportunity for these kids and, you know, young men to really learn, like, what does it mean to represent a brand, right? Because one off-field incident and one thing like that, like, they're going to just pull that money. They're going to pull that sponsorship, whatever it is. And then let's say Derek Stingley, which probably will end up in the NFL for, you know, for one reason or another, and uh, he continues to do well. Like, hey, he already has that foot in the door with Ford, which is quite, you know, quite the big brand. So that just kind of continues that process. And but really, I think it's going to be a, a learning experience for for better or for worse for a lot of these right. athletes and young men to really figure out, hey, uh, what does it mean to be marketable? Right. right. It's one thing to be the best player on the field, but what does it mean to be a marketable human being and be able to represent, you know, Fortune 500 brands uh, on a national level. Right. So that just another example, but the car dealership and college football, those have gone hand in hand for quite some time. Oh yeah. Well, and it's like you said, there's no, there's no better motivator in the planet than money. Right. And so I think a byproduct of this is we're going to see, and you said it, you know, players tread a little more lightly in their off field shenanigans because 
I think before there was probably a good mindset, and especially, you know, if you know you're going to make it to the NFL, because in today's world, you know, we kind of already earmark players for the NFL, you know, after one season. So I think that, you know, a nice byproduct is players will tread, you know, proceed a little more cautiously in their off season, you know, their, their you know, off campus. Shenanigans. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know, money, right? Like if I, if I mess this up, I'm not going to get money. I'm not going to be able to go buy yep. you know, the watch or go to the, you know, get food or go do whatever I want. So, uh, yeah, no, I, you know, again, I, it, all, only positives this far. You know, will, will we see some negatives in the season? Who knows? I, I would bet probably, but all positives. Stay tuned, so folks. <laughs> Stay tuned because if, if it happens, if it happens in the NIL world, world, you will hear about it here. I promise you that. So that wraps up our NIL stories of the week. You know, it was originally just story of the week, but it's going to be stories plural for quite some time because, like I said, content, content, content. We love it. But finally, we're going to go uh, probably one of our favorite segments that we have. It's just, you know, we always like to bring up some different hypotheticals and things like that. And this week's hypothetical is brought by one of my favorite kind of events or happenings on the social media teams with these college football programs. And it's new locker room reveals. And so being in the state of Utah, listen, we are a little bit more tapped into the the Utah Utes feed and things like that. (laughs) We're we're fans of Utah. We're, we're, you know, love watching the play. We're going to go see hopefully the Weaver State game. Later, I think it's the beginning of September, so that'll be exciting. But they did their full-blown new locker room reveal. They've been working on that stadium for quite some time, the new locker room. And you just love to see the excitement and all the different camera angles and stuff. And lots of players just out there cheering, you know, cheering it on and, you know, getting all excited. Uh, and they also, you know, so beautiful new locker room, you know, great facility. Every player has their own locker and, and their, you know, their image kind of plastered on it, which is great. And then they also included a great tribute to Ty Jordan, who was just a phenomenal human being, a phenomenal uh, freshman football player for the Utah Utes, showed the most promise in the world that you could ever imagine. And uh, tragically, had his life, you know, cut short just uh, with a, you know accident involving a firearm. So it's uh, it was a great moment for them to, you know, kind of pay tribute to just an, an awesome young man. And, you know, we obviously thoughts and prayers and all that for the family and whatnot. That's just it was such a tragic story. And uh, the fact that they were being able to be honored, you know, in that new locker room reveal was great. And uh, but we love seeing it. We love seeing the kids get excited for things like that and and see all the ridiculous amenities that some of the programs carry. (laughs) But that does bring us into our hypothetical of the week saying what Mike, big Mike, what would be like your must haves if you were a major D1 player, major D1 program? What would be the thing in a locker room or locker room addition that would get you the most excited? I mean, it's it. It's first of all, it's got to be. I hate futuristic locker rooms. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't like the super futuristic and you know all the LEDs and like kind of like the super modernized type stuff. But if one thing, one element of a locker room that I had to have, and I think this is an homage for a freshman year when you used to steal quarters out from the Gatorade machine just to get free Gatorade. Oh, those, those are great. Just, just hey. like a huge drink snack bar. And I know like a lot of them have it, but I have to have it. Like I, I want you know a big. Gatorade coolers and snacks and I, I just want you know the snacks and the drinks right there in the locker room 
on the way out of practice, on the way to class, whatever, just grabbing your snacks and go. Like that that's a must have for me. Simple man. What a simple man. Hey, you don't need yeah, you could just be uh, an empty room as long as it had snacks. You know, that that's all you need. I love the kind of where they have their kind of the lounge areas because a lot of right. these players, you know, they, they work hard, they study hard and they're able to kind of go and just relax and you know, I love seeing, you know, the the ping pong tables, the pool tables, you know, the video game setups, all the T V screens, all that fun stuff. You know, I know Clemson has like a slide like a, like a, an actual slide that they can slide down before they enter onto the practice field i love seeing things like that you know the cold tubs the hot tubs um yeah. and all that but I, I i'd almost have to agree with you like the food is what i remember being in college as well and there was you know making that walk to the uh to the calf and, and getting excited to see what's on the menu like you know but having that right at your fingertips like at an endless supply i'm sure and they're gonna have all sorts of sponsors in there and things like that. The food. Built yeah, bar. It, we're, we're simple. Yeah, right. Yeah, geez. Uh, simple, right? Just keep it simple. We don't need all the flashy, you know, futuristic, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, air chamber pods and the, no. you know, the the cryo chambers and all that. It's uh, no, it's just fun to see kind of the new bells and whistles of some of these programs. It's it's exactly what I said. Nothing like, here's here's my ideal locker room, kind of like the theme all around. Nice wood trim, some dark mahogany maybe, you know, the leather, oh, yeah. the leather seats in each little room respective stall uh i'm a big fan of when they put you know kind of like that season's uh jersey palette out like they'll have the mannequins yep. with it i like that like i think that's you know fun you know always keep kind of keep your branding around but uh yeah i don't i think oregon was the one or maybe it was lsu had like the you could go into your locker and like it like lays down into a recliner like sleep pod thing great in theory but like just not for me you know I, i'm a I'm a gritty. We're, we're gritty on this podcast, Kyle. I need, you know, right. wood trim and a locker. That's all I need. Let's get after it. I love it. I love it. But, yeah, I mean, with that, we are, we, you know, those types of things we love to see on social media, oh. right? And the social media teams now, the amount of money that's invested into Oof. not only the facilities, but the team that's able to produce the content to show off the bells and whistles, right? Because oh, yeah. it, it's such a recruiting tool to be able to have that locker room reveal, see all the players and how excited they are and seeing what, hey, if you're a current high school player in, in the state of Utah or anywhere and you get to see that and you're like, damn, like that that looks pretty nice. You know, look at that. Look, they have this and that, you know, because they're, they're high school. I, I can assure you probably doesn't have anything like that. So it just shows that the amount of money that's flowing through this game and uh, the, the potential that's out there to really attract uh, and recruit new players uh, on top of all these NIL deals and everything else. It's, you know, at, at the, at the core of college football, the recruiting aspect of facilities is, is second to none. You know, you can get paid a lot, but if you don't like, you know, where you have to go and show up to work every day, you know, you, you kind of like those amenities in the office and the bells and whistles, Absolutely. the shine and all that. And it just, it, it just builds that more excitement. We are so close to this Ooh. season and i know we've mentioned it man but it's just the the i i started watching I, i'm in that phase now where i'm starting to watch some old some games from last season because it, it was harder to watch i felt like last season just with all the changes and the covid stuff and the no fans oh, yeah. really oh, yeah. it was the no fans but i started to go through and kind of watch some highlights and watch the hype films and whatnot and just the fact that I'm just so excited for those first games that have the fans and everyone's gonna be going crazy in the first weekend and the storylines, it's uh we are just right around the corner and and until then you know for these next two weeks or so, uh there's just tons of fun stories coming out that kind of you know the off season ridiculousness of of you know recruiting and transfers and and now nil it just adds a whole nother layer oh, yeah. to it. I think that's gonna be for me kind of. Uh 
a, an exciting element of all this is like I'm gonna watch a game. I'm gonna be like, oh, that's right. Like so and so went there. Like so, oh, so and so plays over there now. Because like up until recently, it was you know you could transfer, but you had to sit out a year, and so it was a much bigger production and didn't really happen yep. a lot. But like the, just the, the transfer portal exchanges now. I mean, it's and then you know paired with like you said the NIL and the locker rooms and it's I mean we're college football is you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a completely different game than what we're used to yeah obviously it's gonna look the same for the most part but as far as everything else that's you know working behind the scenes it's gonna be a totally different experience uh and I know we're both looking for I can only use the word excited so many times but I think you guys understand that enthusiastic but uh last thing we'll touch on we've talked about our Miami trip that was supposed to happen for <laughs> Miami, Michigan State. I didn't think that, we were going to bring it up in here. <laughs> you know, I just had to. Just This is my coming to terms with it. We had to pull the plug on the Miami trip, uh, mainly because uh, Florida is a COVID hellscape. So, I don't know. Fucking maybe figure it out like everyone else has <laughs> instead of just letting it run rampant. But, you know, we're not going to get into politics here. But, Jesus Christ, just had to ruin a trip that we were looking forward to. But – we had parlayed that into another Denver trip, and uh, oh, yeah. it, we're going to have some friends. We're going to be at the Droz Manor, which is uh, just a, a great viewing experience for all. Uh, if you've never had the Droz Spicy Pretzels, let me tell you, they are – if I was going to be sponsored by anyone for NIL, it would be those goddamn spicy pretzels <laughs> because, oh, my God, they're so good. So Dots. I mean, Dots pretzels, essentially. Ah, they're better than that. <laughs> they're better than that. These are homemade, you know, made with love. Mama D. Shout out to Mama D. But, and, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, since we'll be in a you know a legalized state in in more senses of the word than you can imagine, uh, we should probably put a little a little betting scheme together here. Kyle. We should probably you know all of our immense we'll four or five followers. I think that'd be a fun weekend <laughs> to you know bet bet along with the boys because I, I I didn't even think about that to just now. That adds a little a uh, little layer to the trip. Yep, but we'll we'll definitely record a pod from the from the Droz Estates, uh, from the, you know, brought to you live from the the Droz basement. So that'll be a lot of fun. But that's a little update on that. We're we're definitely bummed that we're not going to be in the beautiful state of Florida. But hey, you know the, these are trying times, and uh, it's just the sacrifices that you just got to make I, as a as a father, you know. And I I just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't risk the health and safety of my beautiful five month old. So listen, I I hope now that we're not going, I hope it just just pours. I hope it's just a hur- not a hurricane because that, that's mean and it affects people's lives. But I hope it's just a monsoon and just pours. Because <laughs> I don't want to sit on I don't want to sit on the couch and look at a sunny, beautiful, you know, eighty nine degree day in Miami. We wish no harm. We wish no harm to the to the wonderful people of uh, Southern no, Florida. Yeah, no, but I mean, just give me a good a good rain, a good solid rain that makes it. me feel better about sitting in a basement in Colorado watching the game. Love it. Well, with that, uh, we thank you guys again for listening. This has been another episode of Name, Image, and Podcast. I'm Kyle. That was Big Mike that you heard. And uh, we're going to keep doing this every week. So keep tuning in, guys. Uh, We're going to just keep getting better. Like we said, please like, review, subscribe. I believe really Spotify is going to be the main part because I I don't know what the hell Apple Podcast is doing, but it's just just a, a nightmare. So find us on Spotify. Mike, you said you were able to find us on Spotify by searching not for name image and podcast what did you search for uh we got you gotta search for skilp s-k-i-l-p and big mike and you'll find us until we get more traction this bad boy and get the uh namesake of the pod going that's gonna be your best bet to find us but we'll get there yep that being said i'm skilp that's big mike and uh we'll talk to you guys next week love you